Mama, your darling daughter is starting to show signs of the change, air quotes. She is entering the tween stage. She is starting puberty. You are likely not ready for this, and you sure aren't thinking about having those talks quite yet. I'm sorry to tell you, Mama, this is the time. You can't avoid or prolong it. Your 10, 11, or even 12-year-old needs her mama to spill the beans about what's going on with her body. But no worries, friend. I'm sharing with you, Mama, three tips for the talk with your tween girl. And mamas, if you have older teenage daughter, you may want to listen to this anyways, because there may be some holes we need to patch up to move your girl along the road of puberty. Mama, this is my invitation to you. Join me and talk to your teen girl framework. It's a four-week course that will get you started in creating a space for your teen to feel safe. And you'll learn to respond in a way where your teen girl will feel heard and understood. This is a time where you're building trust so that you can get what you want most from your daughter. And that is to come to you about anything and everything. So head on to talktoyourteengirl.com. Are you ready? Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you wanna have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. I've shared this story before on a few episodes about my first period and the talk I got from my mom. I spotted it, pun intended, (laughs) went to my mom with confusion, wondering what was that. She gave me the, oh, look, scurried me into the bathroom, handed me my first sanitary napkin. And I, as I stepped out of the bathroom, she looked at me and said, you're a lady now, stay away from boys. That was my coming of age talk. (laughs) You know, I need to ask my mom, what was she feeling at the time? My thoughts was that she was caught off guard She didn't expect it to happen so soon, and she did not know what to say, but periods equals boys. Stay away from them. It was pretty awkward for my 11-year-old self. I mean, I was scared, I was confused, and I had no clue with what my mom meant by that. I later had to figure it out myself through friends and through sex ed during my sixth grade year which was an equally awkward sitting with my classmates who I've also known since I was eight years old. So it was pretty awkward. Imagine being in a classroom full of kids in a Catholic school classroom, being no kidding, our teacher was a nun at the time, giving us the sex ed talk. It was extremely awkward for all of us, including our sister. 
our sister teacher. <laughs> okay, talking about puberty and the physical and biological changes happening to our bodies at that time was so taboo. I'm not sure if it is quite so much now with social media and their version of what sex and the change and puberty is, because I believe that our kids are so oversaturated with what it is. And it's overly saturated that us mamas really need to be able to break through the uncomfortableness, the awkwardness for the sake of our children, our girls, to really filter out what their thoughts are about their changing bodies. And of course, the sex talk is a part of it, right? Some of us carrying that carrying that stigma along the taboo, the sense of taboo of uncomfortableness, carry that along with us into our own parenting. And so we are equally awkward about talking to our girls about the changes happening to their body. Maybe this is you, mama, and I'm going to give you permission to be okay with feeling awkward, but pushing through that awkwardness and uncomfortableness so that your girls can truly, truly feel comfortable in her own skin because of these changes that are happening that we cannot stop, right? Nowadays in schools, there are so many controversies about how sex ed is taught. The content, the timing, and the views around it can contradict our own personal values and beliefs. So waiting for school to teach your girl about what's going on with her body may be a disservice to what can be a very beautiful bonding experience for you both. So mama, don't wait. Get over feeling uncomfortable and don't wait like my mom did. She was really caught off guard. Um, I don't think she expected uh, that at 11 years old, her daughter would start her first period already. So if you share my story about the change talk, then here is your time to break those chains, chains, <laughs> not change, chains of change <laughs> of negative stigma around her blossoming body, right? Your daughter is going through this or will be going through this and she's already confused, already scared. So let's not add to that, but break those chains and be confident in having those talks with her. Make the decision and commitment to be the one who guides her through these changes and have open conversations about them. This is your opportunity, mom, to start creating open communication. You can do this, mama. Yes, it's uncomfortable and maybe extremely awkward for your girl, but you've got to do this. She'll find out somewhere, but what better person to ask the questions she needs to ask and she wants to ask than to ask her own mother, right? So here are some three tips in having the talk with your girl's changing body. Number one, do your research. Come prepared, mama. Do your research. First, find out what she knows about the changes happening to her, right? One thing is don't come with assumptions that your girl doesn't know, right? You want to reach her where she's at. So first, find out what she knows about the changes happening to her. This helps you direct your conversations with her and help untangle any confusion she may be having about her changing bodies 
the stigma or assumptions around it. So it helps her at become at ease and embrace the changes that are happening to her, the womanhood she's starting to enter, right? Use resources to help you talk to your girl about it. Do you know yourself about the changes happening to her? If you don't or are so removed from those changes because it's been so long since you've gone through it yourself, do your research. Or better yet, there are lots of books that help you, Mama, explain the changes. They are carefully crafted and written very well. A book that I used with my own daughter when she was a tween was the American Girl book, The Care and Keeping of You. It's an excellent book for tweens and explains the changes happening to their bodies down to the types of bras they need to use, body odor, hair care, their periods, and so on in the language that she understands at this stage. So if mama, you are so uncomfortable about talking those about those things and not quite sure how to word them, find a book, a resource book, book that fits you and suits you to just simply read it and have opportunities to discuss the content in that book. What a great way to have those open conversations. And it's not about you, mama, giving that information, but it's about the book, right? The book is the baseline that carries the conversations and questions that your daughter may have and points of view that you can help guide your daughter in, right? Number two, number two tip, let go of the stigma and fear that comes with her changing body. Let go. I already talked to you about this, but I'm going to repeat it again because I think it's so important. What we carry into our conversations about our own views or views about changing bodies will uh, come out in the way you speak, in your body language, and how she's going to view herself, right? This also means sexual activity, your views on sexual activity, her change of clothing, how you view her changes will come out in how you treat her, how you approach her talks, how you set up boundaries. Our fears can keep us from talking, taking this beautiful stage of transformation um, that each girl goes through from a rich bond that only you, a woman who has gone through those same changes, can have with her. So use this opportunity to celebrate her blossoming instead of criticizing her for the lack of care, self-dignity you think she has because of fear, or maybe it's fear of generational curses that might have happened in the past through women. One specifically I can think of is premarital pregnancy. I believe my mom gave me the talk of you are a lady now, stay away from boys because of her experience with her own younger sister of being pregnant before she was married at a very young age. And this is something she did not want for me. And that can, that type of fear can be pushed onto our daughters and the way we talk to them. We can be so focused on the sex part and the procreation part of her changes that we forget everything else around it, right? And if we put that fear on her and project that fear on her, then that's going to be something she's going to be focused on, right? Maybe it's the fear of making poor choices, fear of having sexual intercourse, or fear of inviting the wrong type of attention, right? Those are things that we can carry into our 
parenting as we guide her through these changes, but we have to know and recognize for ourselves, are these fears valid, right? And they might be feel they might feel so real from the past generational curses, like I'm talking about past mistakes or past um, choices that have been made within your family history that you already projected on your daughter, which is an unfair, right? Unfair judgment on your girl and in your relationship. And you can change that by first recognizing these fears. And are you going to bring those fears into these conversations, right? Choose not to. There's a different way to talk about them. Yes, address the fact that their bodies are made to procreate now, right? Yes, address that you will be attracted to boys at this time. That's part of the physical changes. Yes, address her bodily changes that the way you're going to dress is going to, it's, your clothes are going to look different because your body's changing. Your breasts are growing. You're going to need a bra, right? And your hips are going to widen. Your waist is going to get tinier. But those are things that you can celebrate and not make her be so self-conscious about, right? That we start to uh, put our fears on her and she starts to own them for herself. So get comfortable with uncomfortable topics. How we can overcome this fear is to get comfortable with uncomfortable topics like sex, how it's important for us and our family. I talk about the value of sex being a gift for marriage, right? Now, it might be different in your own family and what you value, but for our family, I talk about how sex is a gift for marriage and why we wait for marriage and, and the beauty of this gift to be wait, waiting for our husband, right? So get uncomfortable with uncomfortable topics and why the changes. Why are these changes happening? This is the reason why you have a period, right? The biological, you can get very biological with it and how I'm not going to break down the science of what a period is. You can do your research, right? Do your research as, as far as tip number one. But how the physical changes align with our, our purpose moving forward into becoming an adult, right? The awkward talk about procreating, what this means. Continue to have these talks, right? Now, if you have an older daughter, have you stopped talking about these things, right? The talks evolve over time, right? We don't just pour everything out on our tween daughter about what their changes are happening. They happen organically as these changes happen in her body and you're aware of them. Then it's time to have these next level talks about what it looks like in this season and these next few years coming forward. Continuing to have these talks about her changing body, about some decisions that she needs to make now that her brain is starting to be more mature in making decisions, right? The depths of these topics will change as she starts to understand more about her body. So if you have older teens, do not stop talking about these changes that are happening in her body, sexual attractions, long-term commitments with, with their boyfriends, right? And continuing to impart your, the changes and the values you have that you're trying to impart and guide with your girl, right? And number three, talk about hygiene. Talk about hygiene. And you're probably thinking, wait, I thought we were talking about that already as kids, like brushing your teeth every day, washing your face, making sure you take a, a shower every day, right? 
Well, this is a whole nother level of hygiene, my friend. We need to talk about hygiene because of the changes in their hormones that impacts their bodies from body odor to um, acne and pimples on their skin and to hair care, like the oils coming out of their hair and how that makes a huge difference in how they upkeep themselves. This is not about uh, looks. This is not about impressing other people, but really taking pride in themselves, right? And keeping themselves well-kept, right? We need to teach them as moms the importance of establishing a new routine to take care of this, the changes and some of the new things that are happening to them in the teen stage during puberty, right? So my daughter and I, I mean, she has such, I have to say, she has a better face routine than I did at her age. I think she cares more about her face routine, facial routine, more <laughs> than I did as a teen. And I joke about it all the time, but I think part of it is because she has watched me over time uh, care for my skin. I, it, it, I took on this habit later in life, but she understands the importance of skincare and the routine of taking care of your skin, right? Now, we didn't start off with her wanting to do a facial routine every night, and it took some time for her to develop this habit. She is an older teenager, and so it took well over a few times. When she first started, I would say in the tween years, it was a process to get her to get into a routine and to understand why this is so important, and now she gets it. So, Mama, if you are struggling with hygiene with with your daughter, no worries. It does take time. Be patient and just be persistent and in favor of her establishing this healthy routine for herself because of the acne that happens even all over your, your body, right? And the importance of taking a shower and utilizing uh, whatever deodorant that you guys may use in your own family. I know I have friends that prefer natural deodorant, some friends that don't care as long as they don't stink. <laughs> so whatever it may be, having helping them be aware of that. You know, if you're not going to tell them about these changes, then their friends will. And it's better to hear it from their mom than to feel humiliated and insecure by their own friends or even from people that don't know them because teenagers can be downright mean, especially middle school girls. So it's better to help at home, start at home and talk to them about hygiene, hair care and making sure hair is washed and brushed, deodorant. Why do we even bring that up, right? Like I said, because teenagers are mean. If we don't talk about it, they will sure mention it and it won't be in a way that would be well received by your teenager. So helping your teens create habits to care for these new changes happening to them is a life skill. That is a life skill for them. Keeping a routine for self-care helps with confidence in an already awkward and insecure situation. So yes, mama, we talk about hygiene as awkward and uncomfortable it is. You mama can help your daughter really avoid some of these awkward situations that may cause more insecurity in them. So talk about it. Talk about deodorant. Talk about taking showers. Talk about hair care. Talk about washing their face. It is okay. So mama, what are you going to start with? Maybe it's doing the research or maybe it's time to have the hygiene talk. 
All of this comes from a place of having your girl feel understood and not shamed, right? We are approaching this so that your girl can feel like you understand her and that you're not really shaming her. You're not shaming her at all. But these are important talks that need to happen. Sometimes moms have trouble with approaching their girls about important things they want to talk about without making her feel judged or shamed, which then impacts their relationship, right? So I teach moms to earn their daughter's trust and show them how to get their daughter to understand her mom's heart and where she is coming from. And I take them through steps into creating different communication pathways that are appropriate for this season of parenting. Your girl is changing and there is nothing we can do to stop it, even if we are ready to talk about it or not. I want you to celebrate the changes happening to her. Take advantage of this time as a time to celebrate and to connect. It's an opportunity for you really to connect with her on a different level. Mom, if you aren't quite sure how to even approach an awkward talk like this one, I want you to go to RaisingHerConfidently.com and I want you to book a free discovery call with me so we can come up with a plan to get you moving forward in creating those open conversation like these. That's RaisingHerConfidently.com. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.